0: Welcome to DeGay's Watch Degrassi, the podcast where my expertise,
1: my skepticism,
0: shed a new rainbow on this comedian after school special. Before we get stuck into this episode, we want to announce that we are hosting a live season one finale on June 3rd at 6 p.m. Pacific time. So, if you are interested in checking out our live episode and watching us go through Jagged Little Pill, check out our event on Facebook and get your tickets. We're very excited to watch a certain someone that I have feelings about fall from grace. Or at least that's what I'm excited about.
1: Hmm. Uh
0: <laughs> Exactly. All right. Well, uh without further ado, today we are listening to season 1, episode 12, Wannabe, also known as Friends Forever. I guess that was their tentative title, and they chose Wannabe, which to me is a better choice. Because it shares its name with the famous... Spice Girls? Yes, the famous Spice Girls song. Tell you what I want, what I really, really want. Tell me
1: what you want. We used to call my mom Scary Spice. Mainly because of the curls and also that they are a scary person.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) That's hilarious.
1: I'm sure they'd rather be Posh Spice.
0: Was that the one that Victoria Beckham? That's Victoria yeah. Beckham
1: is Posh Spice. Yep. Jerry Halliwell was Baby Spice. And then there was Sporty Spice. I forget who was Sporty Spice. And then there was another one.
0: I used to have her jeans.
1: Victoria Beckham?
0: Mm hmm. Republic. Okay, but back to the episode. Okay, here we go with our synopsis. Manny is interested in becoming a cheerleader, even though her BFF, Emma, thinks it's sexist. When the grade 8s, Paige, and Hazel get close to Manny, Emma's jealousy gets the best of her. Another grade 8 is getting close to some grade 7s. Spinner overhears JT, Toby, and Liberty planning something of their own. Will their greed get the best of them? So that's what happens in this episode. We start off the episode with a Grapevine interview by Liberty. She's interviewing Paige, Hazel, and Oscar, who is the person we have previously referred to as Fake Marco. He basically gets replaced by Marco in season two. They're talking about their new spirit squad and is cheerleading sexist or not. This is like one of the really weird things about this episode is the reoccurring theme of cheerleading being sexist. And this is sort of...
1: Second wave feminism?
0: Yes, exactly. It's turfy, bad-smelling feminism. It's the type of feminism that denies people their own right to use their bodies or express themselves the way that they want because they believe that that reinforces the sexist system but
1: also cheerleading used to be a male dominated sport until world war ii and all the guys were off in the war and then women could enter it Like, that's why both Bush presidents were cheerleaders.
0: Bush Sr. was a cheerleader also?
1: I'm pretty sure, yeah.
0: Wow, I knew that W. Bush was. I didn't know H.W. was, too. That's wild. But point being that women can wear what they want, dance how they want, and act how they want. And if other people objectify them or treat them poorly as a result, that's not women's faults it's those people's faults and we have to change our world to allow and accept women when they're expressing themselves however they choose to so that's like one of the big problems with this episode and kind of with we haven't gotten there yet but with emma in general and some of her opinions and things she stands up for she's like kind of got some positive opinions yeah like some of her opinions are not really progressive or positive so well there there will be more on that and we'll speak more to that as the seasons come but they're basically saying hey it's fun it's better than sitting in front of the tv it's good exercise and it boosts school spirit what's wrong with all of that you know manny comes up and says hey i want to try out for the spirit squad
1: i love her clipboard
0: I also love Paige's clipboard and her floofy pen. It's like so OOs. Manny does two cartwheels, and Paige is like super impressed, like, ooh, write your name right here. And I always like, whoa, she can cartwheel. Like, it's like, sure, cartwheeling is cool, but it's not the most impressive not gymnastics not, yeah. maneuver. A lot of people can cartwheel that can't do cheerleading or whatever, Right. You know? My favorite
1: was a round-off, though. Because like, a round-off, you can kind of, like, get distance on it. Whereas a cartwheel, if you do it right, you know, you just make a wheel. I mean, it's fun, but, like, a round-off, be, like, you can, like, propel yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. That's exactly why round-offs are used to lead into other moves you run round off and then all of that energy can go into a back handspring or a double back flip whatever you know i used to do gymnastics so
1: i used to copy the gymnastics girls when they were doing things in the playground they used to do the you know the pull-up bars they would use that as like bar practice and i was like a you know four-year-old five-year-old no friend so they'd humor me
0: Aww. and I was pretty
1: good is the thing
0: you they were... were kind of
1: annoyed by how more adept I got I think it was just because I didn't care about falling and stuff
0: mm-hmm you were already like a gay guy with girlfriends back then that's cute
1: oh god <laughs> <laughs> <That's> so true. <laughs>
0: Doing gymnastics with the girls. <laughs> that's really no, cute, that's though. No, that's very normal. That's what most of <laughs> the boys. That's what is... all butch men do at age five. <laughs> it's really they do gymnastics cute.
1: gymnastics with the grade four and three girls.
0: Hey, you didn't care, you know. You didn't care. You were going to do whatever felt like fun. That's, if,
1: that's super cool. If you try to say spinning around a bar is not fun or propelling yourself and doing gymnastics mm-hmm. things isn't fun, you're just lying to yourself.
0: The not fun bit is the calluses and getting, we used to call them rips in gymnastics when you're like skin yeah. rips in your hand, you know, when you, it's like, I gotta use chalk. But anyway, back to Degrassi. Emma's like, give me a break. Cheerleaders are so sexist. Tight sweaters and miniskirts. And like, re-watching this, she just sounds sexist herself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Girls get to wear what they want. Other girls shouldn't put down certain people. If you're not harming anyone, you should be able to do what you want with your body. You know? So.
1: She sounds very orthodox.
0: Yeah, and Manny says, how can it be sexist there are guys, and that's not really the right debunk I want of this conversation, but good enough, I guess. Manny admits that she wants to try out, and that begins Emma's jealousy or her feeling that they're dividing or growing apart. All right. The big product placement of the episode is Pringles. We've seen Pringles many times throughout season one at the dance, at Jimmy's house, everywhere. But in this episode, they're really featured heavily. JT and Toby are both scarfing cans, mini cans of Pringles as fast as they can. We don't really get to see why. Radish is like, what the hell are they doing? spinner also sees them collecting a bunch of chip cans and oh my gosh is this another pizza pizza reference oh my gosh so spinner is in his outfit working at the cafeteria still from his earwig incident And the pizza box warmer that he's in, it looks like it has the same pizza pizza logo. It does! Oh, my God! As the pizza that Emma ate from and in the last episode, the wings that they, yeah. Oh, that's so entertaining. I love it. He notices that JT and Toby have a bunch of, as they're calling them, chip cans, but they're Pringle cans, obviously. And then they notice that Liberty has one. They try to muscle her can out of her. Another fashion crime ticket, JT as per usual, is wearing his one of his monochrome outfits.
1: I do like his hat.
0: Blue hat. I love his monochrome outfits, honestly. Bright blue hat and blue camo shirt over his shirt and necklace. They're always wearing Necklaces in these first couple seasons. So, what they're explaining to Liberty and to us that they're trying to get one can that has the ace of clubs and one can that has the ace of spades because if you get one of each, you can win a million bucks.
1: Basically, like JT is Ron if he was Harry Potter, and like Toby. Is like Harry Potter. If he was born, as Ron. You get know what I'm saying? I we do get what you're saying. Output. No, because you know like Toby
0: looks sort of like Harry Potter, but he's the Ron. He's such a yeah, he's such and a Ron. And JT's more Harry, where it's like confident and like everything. So they're telling her, hey, can we just check your chip can and see if it's a winner? They try to act like, oh,
1: bad luck. Didn't win. I forget what they say. They say. Better luck next time or try again. again.
0: She she says, you've been doing this for two months. Find a dictionary and look up pathetic. (laughs) It's very funny. Sorry, try again, just like the rest of them. But she looks and sure enough, it is the ace of clubs. She walks away the chip can. You hear them say, Liberty, let's make a deal. But we're cutting back into the A-plot. Emma and Manny passing by Paige. And she asks Manny to show off her cartwheels again. She says, you can't be shy if you want to be a cheerleader. So she shows off her double cartwheel again. Hazel says, oh, I think her landing could have been smoother. And Paige says, oh, look, you're making Hazel jealous. Mm. This is kind of one of the, like, kind of nasty things about this episode. Paige, especially in this first season, is a super mean girl, and she, in a kind of manipulative way, is like, ooh, they're jealous. I'm going to play that off of each other, you know? I'm going to make them be more, you know, I'm going to make Hazel be more jealous so that she, you know, we... will do that. Yeah. We brought up the comparison to Regina George last time, mainly about Heather Sinclair, but I think that... Paige is a bit like her as well.
1: Oh yeah, like hands up if you feel like you've been victimized by Paige Michaelchuck. You <laughs> feel like the entire school.
0: <laughs> and Dan Levy as well. I forget his character's name in the Hollywood special. Oh, can't wait till we get there. Anyway, we're back in the girls' washroom. It's where we all have our close conversations in Degrassi and Emma says one of my favorite quotes of hers she's making fun of Paige and Hazel and she says are you like going to like do your colors like together like (laughs) so funny also I super talk like that and another problem with this even though it's super funny it cracks me up But making fun of girls for saying like or um or other filler words is another form of sexism because women speak that way because we're taught to be timid and not take up space. So pointing that out is another form of criticizing women for something that is actually victimizing them. It's not something that they're choosing to do, you know, sort of like the cheerleading thing. So it all fits together.
1: <laughs> I mean, I kind of agree. I had a coworker who hated that I say sorry all the time, especially for things that you don't need to apologize for, but like didn't frame it as like, you, you know, it was more like you don't need to apologize for everything
0: That's a really important message, and that type of over-apologizing is a very common symptom of people who have experienced, like, abuse or trauma.
1: Or just being queer, like, you're saying, like, not wanting to take up space, Mm -hmm. even though, kind of, you should be able to have space.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. What I've learned to do is, if you feel the urge to apologize then try to turn it into a thank you so for example like instead of being like sorry that took so long you can be like thanks for your patience Mm -hmm. you know or whatever like thanks for waiting for me or thanks while you were waiting for the answer or whatever so that's what I try to do to avoid that over apologizing thing but still feel like you give respect and all that there you go Little tidbit, little trick for you, from Marisa's toolbox. Manny's really happy that as a grade seven, she's being recognized and the grade eights like her. She's still wearing her chunkies. OO's wash, watch while she's washing her hands. Emma mentions that she might write another article for the grapevine, but she doesn't think she will. You know, it's not that big of a deal. And then Manny's like, let's change the subject. Let's talk about something else as they walk out of the bathroom. So we're back to the B plot and Liberty saying, you don't have anything without me. So, you know, we have to split the money. JT says 50-50 is our final offer. Then Spinner comes around the corner and says 45-45. I'm getting 10% for protection. Protection from who? The only people that know about it. And, like, I got to be honest, when I was a kid, I didn't really understand this
1: part. Oh, my God, really?
0: I did not get that, like, they were... You know, he was implying that he's protecting them from himself. I did not understand that at all. He could take
1: it and take it all. Or they can just cut him in on 10% and make it easy.
0: Okay, so... A million dollars what kind of taxes do they have in it's probably like Canada? i mean like
1: in britain when you win prize money you don't get it taxed like we know in america if you win over twenty thousand dollars after that twenty thousand dollars is taxed at is it 50% or something? I think it's, it's like, 40. It's something ridiculous. But after $20,000...
0: What is it called? Pro- prize? Yeah. Right. right, I'm Googling it.
1: But yeah, it's kind of like BS, where it's like, Mega Millions, $250 million. And it's like, you're not actually going to get $250 million. You're going to get it like... Yeah, post-test. so... Sorry. It
0: says here that... Uh, like a lottery win or whatever is considered a windfall in Canada, and those are not subject to tax in Canada. So, so
1: they'd get it straight. They'd You'd get a the hundred grand. They'd
0: get the whole million. It's a million.
1: Well, I'm saying Spinner. Spinner would get hundred yeah, so grand, Spinner and they get four fifty each. Yeah, and like J T and Toby would have the split their four fifty. So, so they
0: get two. Twenty five. Two twenty five each. Yeah. I can that's, do math. Yeah, I that's I mean I'd that's still, you're down. still set. Uh, yeah.
1: That,
0: you know? So um that's some quick maths for you. If it was here, you'd only get like six hundred thousand and then they'd be dividing it up from there. So yep. a spinner would only be getting, you know, whatever 50 sixty thousand yeah. yeah or something. Damn, that's so wild. Anyway, they're talking about here's how we're gonna do it spinner is holding on to the ace of clubs for protection the next day jt is gonna bring the other one and then they're gonna cash it in for their winnings they're sitting in front of the degrassi mural that's in the foyer as they call it just like the entry the hall yeah <laughs> the front hall uh But now that I'm looking at it, what is going on with that painting? There's kind of like funny, kind of Doug-esque looking people.
1: I mean, you went to private school, but some public schools have like murals and stuff like that. And they look pretty cool. One of the ones I work for has a cool Alice in Wonderland with the Cheshire Cat and Alice as a mural.
0: That's so cool. If you're interested in Alice in Wonderland, listen to us read Alice in Wonderland on our kids' podcast, Windchime (laughs) Storytime. Bet you didn't think we also do a kids' podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But this (laughs) this is where the deleted scene of the episode is. They muse about what they're going to buy with their winnings. It's very, very funny. Liberty says she's going to buy a new computer and a maid for her mom so that she can clean for her. What? Doesn't quite add up because later Liberty's mom is a lawyer, but, you know, whatever. JT says he's going to install a new arcade to play games in. Kind of cool, but also, like, it's the thousands... Kind of Ooh. past arcades, right? You're thinking Slightly. like he should
1: have made an internet cafe or something? Yeah,
0: or like an N64 like suite.
1: I mean, yeah. And he's not at the age to open a barcade. No, so. not at all. Which are dope.
0: <clears throat> yes.
1: And some barcades all should look up cheat codes or whatever because... Some games have little secrets where you can just play on one quarter permanently, such as Tekken. When you die on Tekken, don't hit, I think it's like start or whatever, or there's like select, hit select. You just keep getting the play on your quarter forever.
0: We used to go to the barcades. We'd like go to dinner, then go to the barcade and have drinks and just play Tekken on one quarter endlessly and just, like, fight each other, switch characters. I'm partial to the, like, cute girls. You tend to like the tiger-faced people. King, yeah. Yeah. I like
1: (laughs) King, yeah.
0: Anyway, so Spinner says he's going to have his own private island where he's the king and his queen... Will be Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> so and his then.
1: dream is Jenny from the block.
0: I guess he so. Wants,
1: he wants Jenny from the block.
0: Jenny from he, the block.
1: He had a little after the, well, 100 grand. You think 100 grand is going to get Jennifer Lopez?
0: Right. She probably has. To Isn't know. she
1: with A-Rod or something? Like, who's like apparently a baseball player who made... You know, baseball I don't know. millions. She used
0: to be with Nick Cannon, but they got divorced.
1: Didn't Nick Cannon also go with Mariah Carey?
0: Oh, am I getting them mixed up? Shoot.
1: No, I'm just like, did Nick Cannon just be like every millennial boy's dream? Like, <laughs> where it's like, I'm going to marry Jennifer Lopez and I'm going to marry Mariah Carey. He
0: was the president of Nick.
1: He was the president of
0: Nick. <laughs> Toby says. I'm going to buy an ice cold can of pop to drink on my 80 foot yacht.
1: Oh, oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's honestly a really funny scene. So, look up the deleted scene on YouTube. houseboat
1: would be dope.
0: I'd be down for a houseboat. Although, I had a friend who lived on a boat once, and then like when you're like if like it, the boat tips, all your stuff's like psh, psh,
1: psh. Well, they have, like, sort of, like, cabinets like that that, like, sway and stuff. So your stuff doesn't go away. Anyway.
0: It's the end of school. and Manny
1: see it.
0: Paige and Hazel notice, and she says, Emma's taking it way too seriously that cheerleading is sexist. And they say, how far is she taking it? And Manny says she said she thought about writing something for the grapevine. What's
1: with Paige's coat? She looks like she's Cruella De
0: She's wearing a furry coat. Those were super popular at the time. Really? Yes, I used to have a coat that was furry leopard pattern and then oh reversible, my God. so the inside was like. So you
1: belonged in a Florida retirement community, basically at that age.
0: And then it was reversible with like black pleather, so like oh, you could wear the pleather on the outside, and then you could roll the sleeves down, so it was like that right. no, sounds dope. No, yeah, that's the, dope. Like, black pleather, but then still you could also very, wear it completely inside out. With, still like, just
1: very that. old lady. Still very old lady.
0: <laughs> so as soon as Manny mentions the grapevine article. Paige says, Hazel, I think Manny needs some girl time. Let's hang out with her. The wild thing about this is if Emma had just been supportive from the beginning, Manny would have never mentioned the article to Paige and Hazel, and they would have never wanted to hang out with her. They only were hanging out with her because they were trying to mitigate the article. That's super obvious. So then they're back at Manny's house, hanging out, raiding boys, and they say, oh, I guess we shouldn't be raiding boys. Emma would say that's sexist. Wait, what is on Emma's computer? Hang on, wait. So Emma calls on the phone. Manny's like, hey, what's up? What? She Emma's... Firefox Fox or something? Some Emma's playing game? some kind of Flash game on her computer. It's like
1: stumps, tree stumps with an X over it. Right. Maybe is it's it knots just, and crosses.
0: It's just tree stump tic tac toe.
1: Probably.
0: That's so weird.
1: And they went for a middle spot. What a bitch.
0: Right? That's like, I don't want the game to end quickly.
1: <laughs> tic tac toe is bullshit, though.
0: It's just too often a tie. Yep. So Emma's like, Are you going to write that article for the grapevine? And she says, No, I'm not going to. But then Paige starts talking, and Emma hears her. So then she knows that Manny was lying about being sick and that Manny's not coming over and she gets super angry. Makes everything worse.
1: Oh, poor Manny.
0: Manny's just stuck in the middle.
1: Oi, my gecko. And I'm a stupid gecko. Look at me. I'm a gecko. I don't realize you've muted it. Cause I'm a stupid gecko. Watch our movies on IMB TV. Kung Fu Panda. Thank
0: you, Time product for giving us the ability to watch
1: Moneyball, Collateral.
0: Whatever it takes.
1: Chicago Fire, Lost. you remember Lost? Where it was like, no, they're not dead. They're not in purgatory. And it was like, JK, they're in purgatory.
0: Stupid. I never watched it because I knew it was stupid.
1: I knew it was stupid, but it was like a thing everyone was talking about.
0: I know, I remember when I was in 8th grade, the te- my 8th grade teacher would like talk about it.
1: Oh my god.
0: She'd talk about Lost and Peyton Manning. So, like, <laughs> she had like a few things she liked and she'd talk about.
1: I had one teacher that would read the newspaper to us every day, and I kind of think it was just because he wanted to read the newspaper in the morning. But it was really fun, you know? Did you and he would that? ask for, like, opinions. Like, he would read it out and, like, sort of prompt us for our reactions.
0: That's pretty cool.
1: Right? His name was Mr. Castle, and he was the only male teacher in my primary school.
0: So we cut over to JT's room. He has one of those old-school plug-in disco lights that, like, spins around and has hella, like, different colors. He's tearing his room apart obviously looking for the chip can and he cannot find it. He says, I'm toast.
1: Fake Marco is cheerleading.
0: So in this part, they're cheerleading. They say, I mean, the the subtitles say D-E-S, let's hear it. But it's like, that's not right, it's D-C-S. It sounds like they're saying D-E-S, but they have to be saying D-C-S, it's the Grassy Community School. And when we were just seeing JT, Toby, Liberty, and Spinner at the mural, it very clearly says Degrassi Community School on the mural. So that's just an error on the part of the subtitle. I wish that subtitle editing could be a thing that they would pay you, like, a tiny amount of money to do, because I would totally do it. Like, I always read the subtitles. I always notice when they're wrong. And... You know, I would just be into contributing. Emma's looking on jealously at Manny cheerleading, and she goes to Liberty and says, hey, I have a last-minute article.
1: While Liberty's appreciating her new boots.
0: Yes. She says, how can women advance when some insist on wearing short skirts and prancing around like bimbos? Which, calling women bimbos is sexist. It doesn't matter if you think that they're being sexist, you can't. I
1: love those, like, memes where it's like, me, other girls, and the ones where it's like, they're dating.
0: Oh, uh, I love memes like that. I am in a couple different groups on Facebook that I highly recommend. One is plot twist they're dating and love each other immensely and so that's a lot of re you know redraws Mm. and you know misreads another's called uh in redrawing intentionally redrawing memes as wholesome and then another is intentionally misreading memes as wholesome and all of those have some good wholesome content where they take not like other girls posts or other posts where it's like girls look good wearing this prairie outfit not this cute rave outfit and it's stuff like that where it'll be they're
1: like two couple they're like a couple mm-hmm. and it's like thanks for the butter honey mm-hmm. it'll be great when i'm raving or something <laughs> yeah
0: exactly i'll use it to make my edibles right yeah you know like I love little cute little remakes like that because all women deserve to wear what they want and gay interpretations of shitty stuff is just always the best I think there's another that's checkmate boomers we made it gay (laughs) just you know (laughs) Ah, Facebook has its dark sides but you can find the cute little pockets that's what I do
1: Mm mhm
0: Then, like you said, Liberty's wearing her new boots. Emma comments on her boots and be like, wow, they're something. And I really didn't get this like the first several times I watched it, but they're very clearly she bought new boots because she thinks she's about to be rich.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Emma starts a little argument with Paige and Manny's like, guys, come on. She shows them the article and says, oh, this is coming out at noon. Thought you'd be interested. Manny says, nice, Emma. So I'm a bimbo, too. And it's true. Emma's being a bad friend. But it's also
1: true. Manny is bimbo, which she's allowed to be, but...
0: Manny is not a bimbo.
1: She's I guess, bimbo. like, yeah, you're right. Bimbos more like they have nothing going on in that, head, right?
0: She's just seeking love and stuff.
1: Bimbo's not haughty, I guess. Mm-hmm. Whatever, I guess. She's just cutie. And
0: then they, again, are arguing in the bathroom. And Manny's trying to say, I just want to be friends with Paige and be a cheerleader. And Emma's like, you, you're you going to drop me like a hot potato? You really like that pretentious wannabe Oh, she said it. Episode title. Very few times that the episode titles are actually said in the episode. So I liked that detail in this episode.
1: Stompy, stompy, stompies.
0: Emma is pissed. She is pissed in her turtleneck. She's a big fan of turtlenecks. Leading straight into the it goes there moment of the episode where Manny says to Emma... At least Paige is fun. Sometimes you're so boring, I want to scream. And it's like, oh, that's like a really mean thing to say to one of your friends. And Manny just goes there with her mean comment. Probably a little bit of a clapback because Emma sort of called her a bimbo. Meanwhile, B-plot, Toby's giving away some electronic thing. It looked like a tape recorder or something and he says it was cheap I'm upgrading my whole electronic system and JT says you should stop doing that and then it's like uh uh-oh you don't know where the can is oh no so then Liberty pops down on JT and Toby's conversation and figures out that there's something wrong with the chip can situation. Ooh, Manny also has a cute binder. It has stickers on it. I can't tell what's written on it, but Emma and Manny are clearly not talking. Emma turns away. Emma has like the best bitch face. She like is good at being like, fuck you. Oh my gosh, Liberty's boots, LOL. Did you see that? No. It was Liberty walking by with her expensive boots on. That's hilarious. I've never noticed that before. Manny notices Paige and Hazel grabbing all the copies of the grapevine and they're tearing them up.
1: They're doing they're ripping out the one bad article.
0: Yes that's about the thank you that's exactly what they're doing. The weird thing is is the page they're tearing out it's just like coming out. Like I don't know if you've ever tried to tear a single page out of like a magazine or a newspaper or something but it never goes well it doesn't go and just comes out so i bet the props department had to like design those so that they would do that mm-hmm. i wonder if the whole stack was like that or if it was just like they just made like 10 they convince manny to tear one newspaper and she does so it's kind of like betrayal for betrayal right now emma betrayed manny Basically, by calling her a bimbo and poo-pooing her extracurricular activity, now Manny is ripping Emma's article out of the grapevine, kind of poo-pooing her opinion. One. Yes, but as we will find out, her one incident is not as far as it goes. Toby's saying, this can't be happening. JT, do you remember the last place you had it? He says, what are you, my mom? If I knew that, I'd know where it is right now. Very true. Spinner apparently got called straight from his work duties to come hassle. He says, even if I have to stuff you into your locker, he says, my locker, that's it. Cut to JT's locker. It's and
1: How many cans of Pringles have they bought?
0: It's filled with so much random stuff. Hella chip cans. You can tell that Liberty's laughing. Like, she shouldn't be laughing at that moment, right? So that's kind of a break, but it's pretty funny. And, like, from what I've seen in, like, the cut scenes, the actor who plays JT is just really, really hilarious all the time. So he finally finds the bag where the can is, pulls it out, ta-da! And Spinner says, You moron! They're both clubs! They never had a spades one!
1: And, and then he gets stuffed in the locker
0: yeah and it's like the millionth time this season i think it's like the fourth time or third maybe but i saw something weird on the inside of his locker oh it was like a picture of him and emma and manny that's cute to the next scene we're in the weirdest 90s clip art And they're, like, using this weird clip art to choose what their uniforms are going to look like. Like, that's so unrealistic. Using a clip art to choose your uniform? That's not how choosing uniforms works.
1: Could be, like, a flash game.
0: Yeah, but it wouldn't be accurate enough, like, a little clip art picture, and that's going to tell you what the uniforms are actually going to look like when you get them? That doesn't make sense, right? So then... Mr. Simpson is confronting them about the ripped grapevines. Manny's about to confess when Paige blames the whole thing on... Hazel. Hazel. The grapevine copies are so funny, they're, like, printed on the most 90s green paper. It's on the most pastel-y paper. Green 90s-ish. So... Manny goes back to Paige to confront her about why she lied and Manny or Paige is like I'll tell Mr. Simpson that it was all you if you don't keep your mouth shut. Manny stands right back up to her. This is the whatever it takes moment because Manny realizes that even though she wants to be a cheerleader, she can't get into Paige's She can't sink to Paige's level and she's willing to stand up to Paige. Paige says, good luck making the squad. So see this scene, Emma and Manny are meeting kind of outside of convenience store. And from the way it looks, I'm pretty sure that convenience store eventually becomes the dot because this is kind of what the outside of the dot looks like. I'm not 100% sure, but it looks very similar to what the dot area looks like emma apologizes to manny says she realizes she was wrong and that she should have supported manny manny's a little snitty at first but then it's the make it through moment they both mutually agree that they made mistakes and that their friendship is more important than anything. And Manny even says, Oh, I won't make the squad now. And Emma says, Yeah, you will because you're good. And Paige is mean, not dumb. <laughs> so she'll still let you in. And that is actually what eventually happens. Manny's when uh, she's basically junior captain.
1: Well, I mean, you see it in the intro since episode two.
0: Oh, so. Spoiler! intro spoiler (laughs) so I guess you knew that she was gonna make it eventually but I think their friendship is very indicative of the way young girls are because they fight with like mean words and sneaky sort of behavior um but they always make up in the end and it's really sweet but that is the end of this episode of DeGays Watch Degrassi Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to join us on Facebook Live June 3rd, 6 to 8 p.m. Pacific time for our season one finale. You will get to see our beautiful queer faces and listen to and watch us talk about Jagged Little Pill. I'm very excited for this episode because I love the Ashley Downfall. But next week we will be watching the school talent show or cabaret is coming and Ashley and Terry are forming a band but pretty soon Paige joins too and creative conflicts become a problem. This is our very first Degrassi band episode. Yes, I love all the Degrassi bands. So don't miss it, join us next week And check us out on Facebook Live June 3rd. Bye. Bye.